Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is an iHeart Original. It's 2012, and players at Culver Stockton College in Canton, Missouri, are gearing up for football practice. Canton is a college town, but not a big one. Nestled near the Mississippi River, the population is less than 3,000. Their source of athletic pride is the Culver Stockton Wildcats. But times have been tough. During the previous season, they went just 1-10. and It wasn't so much sport as human sacrifice, but there's a sense their fortunes can be turned around, maybe with some new blood. At practice, a freshman named Mike Davis looks around and spots an older man, a very, very big man, six foot five and 295 pounds. And Mike starts to wonder if maybe this giant has a son who's going to be playing here. Hopefully a kid who has the same oversized proportions. And I'm looking around the weight room and I was just like, who's, this guy's gotta have a kid here. Like whose kid is this guy's? Mike's head coach looks at the guy, then back at Mike. And he goes, oh no, that's that's Andy. He's actually gonna be playing for us. And uh, at that point, my mind blew a little bit and I was like, well, that's, that's a grown man. I was like, you know. I asked him, like, how old is he? He goes, oh, he's 38. 38 is older than the coach, older than the trainers, older than almost everyone in and around the team. That's how Mike and every other player learns about Andy Staden. Andy is the newest nose tackle for the Wildcats and a man who's about to get a second lease on life by returning to a game he walked away from almost 20 years prior. It's an opportunity to provide a better life for himself and his kids and close a chapter on a story he never quite finished. But as a midlife crisis goes, this one is going to hurt a lot. This is Very Special Episodes, an iHeart original podcast. I'm your host, Dana Schwartz, and this is Old Man on Campus. Welcome, everybody. Uh, This is a little different episode this week because we are in the same room. Uh, The three of us have never been in the same time zone before, and now we're we're sitting. We're breathing the same air. Breathing the same air, and it's the air at the Super Bowl. I know. Everyone I told that I was going to Vegas this week looked at me like, like I told them I was going to Mars because I am the least likely person to be involved with anything related to sports. So you're not a football fan, Dana? No, I'm a fan of um, getting together with a group of friends and, ah. and loved ones and eating snacks. Yes, snacks. And like, snacks. I like a communal activity. Like I like the idea of watching football together. 
I I don't I don't really care about um, sports in general. Just in, across the board. But I'm not board. like one of those infuriating like sports ball people. Like I get why people like it. It's just not. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm uh, so focused usually on history that I don't have room in my brain for football rules. Mm-hmm. Makes perfect sense. Did the how is the Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey made it to you? Oh, 100. Okay. That is actually my only interest in in football now. And I have asked my husband when Travis Kelsey plays <laughs> because I like to see if she's there. I like to see what she's wearing. Look, I'm a 31-year-old white woman. Yes. This is this that is my Super Bowl. <laughs> well, I'm rooting for you guys. Thank you. Last year on this set, mm-hmm. we were in Arizona. The iHeart's NFL partnership is is why we're out here. And Travis and Jason Kelsey recorded on our set. And this is before Taylor oh, Swift. Yeah. This is before the podcast was, you know, the as huge a deal as it is. So there's some people here today who thought maybe the Kelseys and Taylor Swift were going to come, and and instead they got us. So uh, <laughs> some of the disappointed views from the the super fans walking I, through. I can take my shirt off like Jason Kelsey if it helps. You just <laughs> let's try it. Let's yeah. I can sing. Yeah. I can try to sing. We'll see how that goes. Well, today's story is not about Taylor Swift, or but it is about football. It is about football. Yeah, and a big guy, much like Travis Kelsey. Remind me, what position did Andrew Staten play? Uh, he was a defensive lineman, a big hulking guy stopping the run. He'd yeah. be lined up across from Jason Kelsey. I don't know if that helps. <laughs> yes. uh, All yeah. I know, the only two positions in football that I know is tight end, because that's mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey. Yes, correct. And my husband used to be a defensive tackle. Oh, okay. well, that's exactly what he played. He played the same, exact same position as your husband. Great. So, yeah. I'm sure I would like him a lot. Does your husband have any college eligibility left? <laughs> yeah. Get him out there. He might be. He can be part season two. We can focus on him. Yeah, how are his knees? Because we can get him out there. Yeah, so far so good. Not good. <laughs> and while we're here, just want to thank everyone for the incredible response that the show has gotten today. I date. know, right? Oh, my God. Thank you so much to everyone who's listened. Everyone who's listened. Everyone who's watched Dana's TikToks about the show. <laughs> uh, all the different iHeart shows that have let us run our promos on their show, mm-hmm. all the radio stations. The kind of feedback, it's all been great. iHeart for letting us come to Las oh, Vegas. Oh, yeah, that's right. Stay here and get a fancy dinner. Yes, yes. Uh, we'll have to do extended credits here to thank uh, <laughs> Josh and and Kurt and Aaron for letting us sit here on the set and do our, do our little banter. Let's get into the episode. I was so small... Coming into high school, my brother was graduated at six seven, about two forty. And coming in my freshman year, I was about five six, one fifty. And uh, the wrestling coach told me, he said, "Why don't you try, you know, one sixty next year?" That's Andy Staten. He's describing his formative years as an athlete in Dowagic, Michigan. There was wrestling, running track, tennis, and of course, suiting up for football. Dwajak is football country, the type of place where babies get tiny footballs to play with instead of rattles. But the size and strength he needed had to be earned. I had Mike, now I'm wrestling heavyweight. He goes, how can you wrestle heavyweight? You weigh 152 pounds. I said, well, I'm going to make it. At the time, you had to weigh 188 pounds to wrestle. Well, my sophomore year, I came in at 180 and had to drink a gallon of water to make weight. That's Andy, determined, stubborn. Tell him he can't and he'll find a way around you, or if it's on the field, through you. The grit, the tenacity, was probably genetic. Andy's father, Jerry Staten, was recruited by the legendary Bo Schembechler at Miami University in Oxford, Ohio, before turning to high school coaching. Andy's brother, Mark, played two seasons in the NFL and wound up coaching for Michigan State. The Statens are a football family. My dad was the smallest nose tackle in the 60s and my brother was the largest in the 90s. My dad played at about 205. My brother played at about 320. And when it was time, Andy strapped on the cleats and the pads too, parlaying his physical presence as a defensive player for Dwajak Union High School. And for a while, his life followed a predictable path. Football came easily, but classwork didn't. He wound up at Ferris State University in Big Rapids, Michigan, and became a bulldog. 
the D1 schools were, they all called me up and the last day before signing and said, we can't trust your grade point. So they all, I had 18 calls in one night and that was back then on rotary phone. That was pretty depressing. The next day D2 schools started calling me and I ended up going on a couple visits. I ended up taking uh, Ferris State's offer and went up redshirted there. But that's really the last time Andy's story plays out like every other football story you've heard. For starters, Andy didn't care for college. At Ferris for his first semester, he kept having problems with people stealing his stuff. Not just electronic equipment like his television, but swiping a check and other things. This continued on a near-weekly basis. People are robbing me, so... uh I ended up moving off campus, lived with some offensive linemen, which hated me because I was a D lineman and typically O line and D lineman. I'm not saying that they're a little more relaxed. And then I, I guess I was a little more of the aggressive, 100 mile an hour, wound up like a, you know, a rubber band that you know, ready to snap at any time. So I kind of had issues with these older O linemen, and which, you know, I look back on it now, was I immature? Of course I was, I, you know, I was 19 and crazy, but I wasn't ready for, as myself. He was still struggling academically. College became a perfect storm of problems. So at the end of the year, Andy came to a decision. I stuck it out, played the spring game, and after the spring game, about a week or two after, I went to the head coach and said I was done. He dropped out after the spring semester. He wanted to see what else was out there. Call it a temporary lapse in maturity. At 20, most of us have them. He started going to Southwestern Michigan College, but not for football. He took time to think about what he really wanted to do with his life. Then, one night in 1995, while out with his girlfriend, a stranger's split-second decision almost ended it. Andy was out in his Pontiac with his girlfriend behind the wheel. Another car, a Honda Accord, tried to pass a tractor trailer. The driver didn't see Andy's car. We were in an 86 Pontiac and we were out some country road, semis coming up over a hill and we're in the bottom of a dip. And as soon as we come up, crested over the hill, carload of students from a local university here in uh, Southwest Michigan pulled out, hit us head on. I put my arm out around her. I went through the windshield. My hip caught the dash, came back through. It was a bench seat, broke the seat back. Of course, when I went through, I could remember the lights of the semi and the, the glass flying and come back through. You know, it was instantaneous, instant backwards. The cars collided head on. Andy, all six, five of him, was almost tossed clear of the Pontiac. The damage was substantial. It was the kind of thing where doctors say you're lucky to be alive. It's possible being in great shape saved his life, but Andy didn't quite know the extent of the damage at first. He was more concerned for his girlfriend who was seriously injured. She wound up being okay. Once the adrenaline wore off, Andy spent three weeks in the ICU. Broke my back. Crushed all my ribs, nerve damage, whatnot. Didn't think I was going to do football anymore. He spent months recuperating. His enthusiasm for returning to college, returning to football, waned. And no wonder a broken back tends to dampen your appetite for a full contact sport. So Andy dropped out of school, this time for good. He diverged from the family business of football and opted for a more conventional means of earning a living, labor. He worked as a paver. He poured asphalt for roads. He got into the construction business and farming. He used the physicality that had served him so well on the field and made a life for him and his wife, who he married in 1995 and later for their two sons, Clay and Luke. With every passing year, football kept getting further and further in the rear view. And so was a life that made sense. 
By 2009, Andy was in the midst of a divorce and the possibility his sons would be relocated to Florida. Things were looking, well, grim. At the age of 37, Andy took stock and realized that this wasn't the way he had envisioned things working out. But unexpected turns work both ways. Sometimes life blindsides you with tragedy or a Honda, and sometimes it surprises you with a little bit of a break. Andy's break came in the form of a phone call, one that would turn his world upside down. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girlbomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girlbomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girlbomb to get the job done right. Conair Girlbomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. One day in 2011, Andy's phone rang. On the other end was Jeff Dubendek, coach for the Culver Stockton Wildcats. I was living in a farmhouse out in another town and came to see my dad after I was cutting trees down and my phone rings and I'm talking to my dad and I answer it and he he goes, hey, this is Jeff Dubendek. How you doing, Andy? And I'm like, good, good, just getting off work. And he's like, well, I'm looking for a nose tackle that could play this fall. And I'm like, Jeff, I don't know any kids right now that could play collegiate ball. I haven't been following high school football. And he's like, well, I want you. And I said, Jeff, at the time I was 37. And I said, I, I can't play football. I'm 37 years old. And he goes, well, your brother said you're the meanest son of a gun to ever walk on a football field. And I want the meanest son of a gun to play for me. Jeff Duvendeck's back was up against a wall. Newly installed as the coach for the Wildcats, they had posted a dreadful 1-10 and record in his first season there. He needed more muscle, a defensive tackle. And he happened to mention this to Mark Staten, Andy's brother. Mark, remember, is a fellow coach. It was Mark who told Jeff, well... What about Andy? Here's Coach Jeff. We got one win in our first year. You know, we struggled. I remember coming back to visit Michigan State to work one of their camps and do some recruiting. And I stopped in to see Mark, Andy's brother, and just said, hey, you know, he's asking how it was going. I said, it's going, but we, uh, you know, we just don't have any size. We need some bigger guys. We don't have any. He's like, well, you remember my brother. He's going through divorce and looking to finish his college degree and all that stuff. So Jeff looked into it. Logistically, nothing was stopping him from recruiting Andy, who had the size he needed. 
even though he hadn't played the game in years, or was it decades, a lifetime of physical labor had kept him strong. Andy weighed his options. He didn't want to be away from his kids. But on the other hand, a degree could open up new job opportunities. Tuition to Culver Stockton, which today costs $40,000 a year, would be fully paid. And, well, wait, wasn't this all kind of crazy? Andy was 37, soon to be 38. Football is hard even on young bodies. This was a Rocky-type scenario, but not the Rocky of that first movie. The Rocky of Rocky Balboa, where Rocky is in his 50s and stages a comeback. In football years, Andy wasn't too far off. So I'm like, how old are you, Jeff? I think he was 32 or 33. I said, could you strap up again? He goes, well, no, but I'm not built like you. My dad's looking at me, and of course, my dad being a, you know, ex- coach slash collegiate ball player. He was like, what was that about? And I said, I just got offered to go back and play college football. And my dad, oh, you can't play football. You're too old. You're 37. So I started, you know, while he's kind of saying this to me, I said, well, challenge accepted, Pop. Pros outweighed the cons. A degree meant a better financial future. So off he went to become a Culver Stockton Wildcat. Culver Stockton is an NAIA school. That stands for the National Association of Intercollegiate Athletics. It's a governing body like the NCAA. The NCAA is much bigger with over a thousand schools compared to the NAIA's 250 or so. But the best of the NAIA can often match certain divisions of the NCAA. So while this was a liberal arts school, there wasn't anything arty about the football. It was the real thing, something Andy discovered in his first practice. I get hit by a, I don't remember, it was like an offensive guard pulled, and and I can remember big blue and red balls, and I'm like, did I make a mistake? And it was like the second snap of the practice that, you know, as far as hitting part of it, but I... Do you remember that first practice going, man, did I make a mistake doing this? And once I got my feet underneath me and I was all right, meeting all the guys, of course, they're questioning who's this old guy. Andy's first appearance was, as Mike Davis explained, a bit of a surprise to the team. But that amusement gave way to something else when Andy suited up. Here's Mike. Huge, huge guy, very hard to move. But yeah, I just, first time I seen him at pads, I was like, holy crap, he looked even bigger. Because he's a pretty large dude, so. Well, if you were to basically get into a car and drive it into a brick wall, like that's pretty much what it was. Every time I would jump on him, as soon as we, you know, the ball was snapped, I'd be on top of him all over. But he was just so strong that it wouldn't matter. I could be, you know, first of the punch every time, he would just take me over and move me back like it was nothing, so. There was no driving through that man because he was just so strong and made it very difficult. But yeah, bang heads with the wall, man. Even at 38, Andy had exactly what Coach Jeff was looking for, what Rocky Balboa's trainer was looking for, blunt force trauma. He was the team's resident brick wall, immobile and highly resistant to attack. The idea of Andy playing at his age was funny, until it wasn't. Until you had to face off with him. But once practice was over, the aches began. Andy's body was a throbbing nerve ending. It wasn't just the car accident that could have led to lasting effects. No one's really sure. It was the cumulative effects of spending decades in manual labor and years before that playing football as a young man. There were ice baths and massages and a trainer who was tasked with putting Andy back together. Hips, knees, back. That was probably the most... I mean, I was constantly taking ice baths to get the lactic acid, obviously, out of my muscles. Going in, getting hooked up to those electrodes, stimulating the muscles in every area. And being older, you know, um, I just, you don't recover like 
young people do. You know, when you're a kid, 13, 14, you'd go do something and you'd be sore that night. And then next day you were fine. Well, <laughs> when you're 40, did you go out and you give it 100% on Saturday? Going to practice meant showing up 30 minutes early just to stretch. I was fine even, you know, it was just until I went to bed and woke up the next day and go, oh. And it was like literally being in a car accident, training. It just felt like I got the frap kicked out of me. I mean, I've got pictures on my phone of bruises I'd have, and they were just grotesque. You're talking my whole quad just completely green and black and blue, you know, purple arm bruised from my top of my bicep to my wrists, and it would swell up and, oh, yeah. just I mean, it was that daily grind. On the field, well, that was different. The field was a painkiller. Adrenaline shaved a lot of years off, and Andy was able to do what Andy does. Number 93 was a human bulldozer. Some Saturdays, I felt young again. It was a transition, you know, I might be limping like a son of a gun from Monday to Friday, but then on Saturday, I'd get a pep in my step and fly around, you know, I was head on a swivel. Here's Coach Jeff again. There was one play that I remember specifically where they were double teaming him and he kind of took one hand on one guy and one hand on the other and pushed them both apart and then he was standing right in the running back's way as he tried to go through that area. This stuck out to me just because of the strength and power shown in that play. I don't know if that's necessarily his best play, but it's just one that is ringing in my head still 10 years later. Andy was trying to fit in another way, too. The rules at Culver Stockton mandated that you had to reside within the state to attend, on campus. So that first year, he did as freshmen do. Yeah, I didn't have much. I lost pretty much everything in the divorce. So as far as material items, didn't have much, but I went down there, lived in a fraternity house on campus for the first semester because they couldn't find a roommate for me. And uh, yeah, I went down there with just basically clothes, a couple suitcases, TV, and that was about it. And ended up living in a frat house first semester, which was interesting. College is college, even if you're twice as old as everyone else. It was loud. You know, I was 38 years old and familyed up for all those years. And here I move in and they're throwing parties every night. I had to heal up so much because I was so exhausted. I got no rest. It was just so loud. And luckily I was on the top floor of the house and, and kind of in the corner. So it was a little quieter where I was at, but you could still hear them from the basement going. And they were typical young guys, you know, they were having fun. I would lie to say I didn't join them on Saturday night, so I had fun. I was gonna do my thing and feel accepted amongst the young guys. Andy stayed in the frat just one year. After that, he moved into a dorm with Mike and some other teammates. But wherever he was, Andy had seniority and a group of 20-year-olds looking up to him. Maybe Andy had some answers, not just for football, but in life. It was an interesting time. And then you hear, you know, what these young guys think of and their way of thinking compared to my way of thinking at the time. And I would question it in my own mind. I would try to figure out their understanding of what they were talking about, just be able to communicate with them. And luckily having a teenage son at the time, I kind of knew what they're going through, what their likes and what they didn't like. It was an interesting time to go and be amongst young adults when here I was old enough to be their dad. Here's Mike Davis again. Yeah, 100%. A lot of guys go to him with life problems and things that he had experienced or been through. Like I said, he's been my best friend for a long time and I still reach out to him to this day. You know, my father ended up passing away in 2019 and he was a big supporter for me. And, you know, he drove all the way out from Dwajak and we hung out with us for like a week and he's a great guy and he's just that type of person. He's very giving of himself, but he also shoots you straight. So if it's something that you ask him a piece of advice, he's gonna give it to you. It's gonna be 100% honest. You know, I think that resonated a lot with some of the younger guys, especially, you know, he's twice their age. 
The Wildcats were definitely becoming a team on and off the field. But that first season wasn't a whole lot better than the season prior. They went 3-8, and eight, with two of those victories coming after the opposing teams had to forfeit after using ineligible players in their games. But their lone victory outside of logistics was a memorable one. That October, they played Lindenwood University Belleville at home. Behind 14-7, with just under three minutes left, the team scored two late touchdowns. Andy contributed 10 tackles in the game and 45 for the season, 14 of them solo. At the end of the spring semester, Andy traveled back to Michigan, where he had custody of his two sons and where he was able to earn some money selling cars. You could call this an active recovery time, since his body needed to heal from the 11 games and countless practices he had put it through. A buddy of mine's dad owned both the, the Ford and Chevy dealerships in our town, and I would go and sell cars in the day and then come home and hang out with my boys and work out. You know, just kind of the normal. I didn't stay down and train like my roommates stayed down in, at Culver and trained. But I had my sons full-time in the summer. So I needed that time. Andy returned to Missouri for his sophomore year, his second as a Wildcat. This time, the team posted a 2-9 and nine record. But there was, again, a sense Andy was able to turn the clock back a bit. Of course, I was a run stopper. I wasn't much of a pass rusher, playing at 300. Average between 310 and 340 pounds. Uh, I could hold two, three guys. I was double and triple teamed almost 85% of the time. Yeah, it was, it was great. During that season, Andy's father was able to see him play for the first time since he was at Ferris State. While it seems like a simple thing, it wasn't a foregone conclusion. Jerry Staden, then in his 70s, had been through open-heart surgery. He'd been battling cancer. So seeing him at a game was a big deal. I think we were in Iowa. My dad came down to watch, and my brother's closest friend in high school was living out there, so he came too, and I was having a heck of a game, I can remember, and then the old line on that particular team, back then they could do the chop block before they made it illegal, and this one kid, he just, he kept chopping, and then he would leg whip me. Well, he hyperextended my knee, and of course, I could still run. So I run off the field, my trainer, Robbie, Carmichael, he, he's like, hey, you're done. And I'm like, nope, tape it, tape it. And uh, he's like, why? He goes, there's only, you know, whatever, not even half of the fourth quarter left. And, and my dad's, you know, standing by the fence now looking at me. I'm on the, you know, the gurney and, and I'm just, I made him tape me up and I went back out and finished the game. Still, the damage was adding up. Every game can be like a minor car accident with the same kind of injuries. I had a staph infection in my knee, and I did miss two games from that. And then I broke my ribs my second year, and I missed two games with that. It was a home game. A guy crack blocked me and put his helmet in my ribs, broke my bottom I wouldn't let the doctor test him anymore. He used the tuning fork style as where he takes a tuning fork and he hits it, vibrates, and if you scream, it's broken. And he did the bottom two, and I told him to do another one. Doc, you're going to have broken ribs because I, <laughs> I couldn't take it anymore. There was another summer resting and then his junior year where the Wildcats finally found their rhythm. They went five and five for the season, but four and two at home. It was an experience as far as growing together, having a winning season on our third year. But that winning effort would come at a very steep price. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence. Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. 
you can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. At Culver Stockton, everything was largely falling into place. Andy was doing well academically, managing to make it home to Michigan to see his sons, and not partying too hard. But football is unlike a lot of sports. It's virtually a form of combat. I didn't move as well my third year just because I was hurting so much. But my first year, I, I would say my first season was my most dominating season. I was a little fresher. <laughs> I wasn't so beat up, but uh, I came in every game, you know, I gave everything I had. I always did. By the time he was nearing his senior year and crossing 40 years old, Andy's body had finally had enough. Just getting to the field became an exercise in determination. And there were. There were times that I'd have to have help. Guys would get me down because everything that's called the college on the hill for a reason. There's hills everywhere in Culver and to get down to the stadium, you had to walk down about seven flights of stairs. I'd have to have help. <laughs> I mean, either somebody on one side, me holding both hands on the guardrail, walking slow. But yeah, I can remember Sundays not being not being fun. That's for sure. My body was completely. My knees were so loose. You know, the trainer he'd do tests on them, and you could separate them. They were so the elasticity in my ligaments were, they're gone. It was decision time. Football had given Andy a new lease on life, but if he went on too long, it might wind up being too much on his body. So I I just knew I didn't have another season. I physically couldn't. Did I want to? Of course I did. But I also missed my boys, and I was ready to be around them, you know, full time, and that was the other thing. I had to get back to I'd gotten my degree, I'd gotten my education done, and yes, I could have stayed around for another season. I was I was ready to come home, as they say. He wanted to play four years, but the pain and recovery was too much of a burden. While that was a goal, it wasn't the goal. The goal was to earn a business degree. And thanks to his credits carrying over from Ferris State all the way back in 1993, Andy was able to graduate in three years. He hadn't just gone back to fix a football career. He had also turned back the clock academically. I ended up graduating with like a 3-5, I think it was, from Culver, where when you know when I was at Ferris, I left there with like a 2-7. <laughs> I mean, it just 2-6, I can't remember, something like that. I, I didn't care, you know, and this second time, I knew that the education was the main factor, but it was also the time to finish what I'd started at such a young age. I had that opportunity, I wasn't passing it. His final game came against Benedictine, a 29-19 loss for the Wildcats. Fittingly, it was senior day. It was time to hang the cleats up once I turned 40 and played that last season. It was definitely time to hang them up. 
By now, it was 2015, and Andy returned to Dowagic with a degree. He kept selling cars for a while, but eventually turned his attention to another mode of transportation. Well, I, I stayed with the car industry for oh, about a year and a half, two years, and just wasn't making the money I needed to. And a friend, the family, had this diesel company selling diesel engines and diesel engine parts and asked me if I wanted to try it out. And I said, well, yeah, see what happened and ended up working for him. And he ended up selling it about two years ago, but I'm still a family-owned company, so I'm still still here buying and selling diesel engines. In Dowagic, Andy is a bit of a local legend. If you know football, you know his story. There's the comeback sports tale of it all, of course, but there was more to it than that. For Andy, football was a way to moderate his emotions, a kind of stress reliever. My dad always told me, he said, you know, you're so aggressive, the sports thing's what keeps you out of trouble. And he was right. I had a switch that I couldn't turn off unless I was playing the game or wrestling or lifting or whatnot. But playing down there, it helped turn that switch off that I had been carrying on for 19 years after. And I mean, it was an experience of a lifetime. Being a Wildcat was also the end of the what if game. What if he had stayed at Ferris? What if he had followed his father and brother further into football? They're questions that can haunt the mind for years, maybe forever. It was closing a chapter in my life that never got closed after my first year or you know, at Ferris. So when you work so hard for something throughout your younger years and then you give up on it, I, mean, I, I quit, I was a quitter. My family didn't raise quitters. That was the hardest thing for me. So finishing the game, finishing the school, it just closed that chapter that needed to be closed. It's over now. It's a memory. It's a great memory. I really have no complaints of that period in my life. I mean, other than not being around my sons on a more regular basis, but God intended that to happen without anyone knowing. For Mike and other members of the team, Andy's presence was something special. It's hard to go through life thinking something isn't possible when your teammate returned to college football at an age most guys are thinking about their prostate health. Here's Mike. He was he was an all-conference player. I mean, it wasn't like he was some, you know, kicker or bench guy or anything like that. He played, and he played a lot. I guess it just goes to show you, man, you're, you just never know when you can be done doing something or not. But I don't know. I, I just... One of those things that it's impressive and to know that if he could do it, somebody else could do it, you know, and I think that his resilience is unbelievable. Today, Andy doesn't really need to be reminded of his accomplishment. His body does that every day. He probably needs knee surgery for starters. I don't recommend guys going to doing it, paying for it. Now I can barely walk. The pain is 10 times fold. I was in pain doing it, but now it's it's with me 24-7. I sell diesel engines, uh, I sit behind a desk, so I'm not really moving too much anymore, but uh, I definitely wouldn't recommend it to any other 38, 39-year-old boys to go play nose tackle. <laughs> and while there's no chance Andy is going to become a 48-year-old sensation on any field, it's not because he wouldn't want to try. You know, if I could still play to this day, I'd play every single day of my life. I love stepping on that field. There's no other feeling in the world. Except, of course, the feeling that comes with finishing what you started on a field near the Mississippi. Or maybe the feeling you have watching your son step onto the field. Today, Luke, Andy's youngest son, plays college ball at Northern Michigan, where he's also a wildcat. He's enjoying it. He's Good-sized kid. He's 6'4", about 250, 255. Just continuing the, the family tradition. He's playing D-line. He's starting long snapper on punk. He's got an unbelievable snap. It's rare to see him make a mistake when it comes to the snap. And I told him that's healthier anyway. I said, your body doesn't get beat up being a long snapper. So, <laughs> like I said, there's no other feeling in the world but that helmet. I mean, it's something that not many men get to experience, especially at the collegiate level, and just play every game like it's your last. 
This time, Andy finally is what those Culver Stockton players originally imagined him to be on his first day of training. Someone's proud dad cheering from the sidelines. I cannot believe that story. I mean, okay, you have to understand, like I'm kind of like an accident maven. Like I'm down to go 40 miles an hour and hit pavement. There's no way you could get me. And I'm about, I'm a little older than this guy. There's no way you get me on a football field and have 300 pound men hit me over and over again and be like, yeah, I can do this. I can take it. And I'm not even afraid of getting hit by a car. I'm afraid of everything and football scares me so much. Even now, I can barely touch my toes. I don't know how someone his age was was doing the physical feats he was. Do you feel like you understand your husband a little bit better now, though? Oh, absolutely. Although he has told me stories about playing football in high school and getting, like, multiple concussions. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I do not know why people do this on purpose. <laughs> but they do, and they love it, and it's important to— America as a culture? Completely. And all of my doctors, there are parts of my body I can't even feel anymore. Like one of my knees. Like I can put it in a position, you can just put fire on it. I'll be like, I can't even feel that. So very special character. Yes. Uh, I have one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who's yours, Jason? I'm going to go with the coach because here's what what I like about the coach. Everyone in college football, he's competing against, like they are recruiting other kids who are playing football. Yes. And... He decided to go, you know, a little <laughs> little outside the box. Way outside and, the box. Uh, and just find an older man <laughs> who was physically much larger than everybody. And could be the father of most of the other teammates. My very special character is an implied character. Oh. He or she is not actually in the episode, mm-hmm. but it is Andrew's uh, orthopedist. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to give respect where respect is due. I like that. My, good call. My very special character is also somebody who is not actually featured in the episode, but I want to know who was it who robbed the six foot five defensive tackle <laughs> yeah. when he was in the repeatedly. college? Yeah, repeatedly. Yeah. He keeps, keeps like, I kept getting robbed. I'm like, who's robbing this man? It's a real like, was it like a, a trickster type thing? Because it couldn't have been through brute force. Zaren, have you cast this one? I did. I'm glad you asked, Jason. I thought a lot about this because there's a lot of big guys. You know, you're like, oh, maybe a young Vincent D'Onofrio. Maybe that guy from like, you know, the new Reacher TV show. Oh, right? yeah. Reacher Get a little, guy. a little more muscle and weight on him. But I was like, you know what? No, I've got it. And it, a lot of people, they, they may not see this. They may not agree. But hear me out. Put a little extra weight on him. Maybe go send him over to Italy on an eating tour. Yeah. Adam Driver. He's got the height. And oh. also, he's got the intensity. You don't think about it, but he's got the intensity. He played an older man in Ferrari. Yes. There you go. He can, he can pull that off. I think, I, I don't think he's tall enough, but I would love a role that brings um, chubby Chris Pratt back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would totally. love if he, he got back into that, that physique. I like it. Here's who I would cast and bring it back to our conversation at the top. Please. I think we put Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey in this together. I don't know which one plays Andy, which one plays his brother, mm-hmm. but... I think they're going to be looking for something after this whole football thing. And movies about football is a, is a and, nice jump. podcasts don't last forever. Yeah, that's is, right. Yeah. Look, they're, where are they? Where are they? <laughs> where are they now? Yeah. You know? Oh, they rented a building down <laughs> the street. Uh, that makes sense. I liked also this, the story because it had a kind of like a Paul Newman in Slapshot feel. I'm not sure if you know that movie, oh, but it's yes. just like this, this chaotic sports energy. And you're just like. I love this. It makes you all of a sudden feel like, in that case, it's hockey. But in this case, it was football. Because I played football. And listening to the guy, I'm like, I could feel the hits. I was like, oh, man, this is authentico. Yeah. Yeah. And also a a very special behind-the-scenes character, uh, producer Josh Fisher over there for mm-hmm. sound designing those hits and making me feel yes. like I'm concussed, uh, <laughs> which which is great. That's what you, you want to put people in the story. Well, well, Darren, Dana, thank you for schlepping out here to Vegas. Yeah. And, uh, we're going to go to a nice team dinner tonight. I don't think there'll be TikToks, but uh, <laughs> if there are, follow Dana's TikTok. <laughs> I can't wait. Thank you. Uh, this was such a delight to finally get to hang out with you guys in person. Totally. So I'm so, so glad to be here. With you guys. Yeah, uh, Zaren, we've probably been on hundreds of hours of Zoom together. Mm-hmm. This is the first time we uh, we have physically met in person. Dana, it's been a couple years since uh, since I've seen you. In- well, yeah, you knew me back in my post-grad days. Yeah, yeah. And can I be real with you guys? You guys are way cooler than I thought you would be in person, <laughs> you know? 
I'll take it. All right, you yeah. see? I don't, I don't play football, but I, but I do try to be slightly cooler than people expect in person. <laughs> see, I don't do that. I'm yeah. the exact opposite. So that's why I can say that. I'm like, oh, well, you know, I tried. Sorry. Well, thank you for listening. We'll be back uh, with another one of these next Wednesday. Yeah. Very Special Episodes is made by some very special people. This episode was written by Jake Rawson. Our producer, editor, and sound designer is Josh Fisher. Additional editing by Jonathan Washington. Mixing and mastering by Bahid Frazier. Original music by Elise McCoy. Our researchers are Austin Thompson and Marissa Brown. Show logo by Lucy Quintanilla. And again, just want to thank Aaron Kaufman and Kurt Garen from the iHeart team for letting us come hang out here. And, you know, I'm sure they got 800 other things they'd rather be doing. Great sports. Thank you very much. Very Special Episodes is a production of iHeart Podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.